Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. We are just voted the number one podcast in Wyoming. Yes. I don't think podcasts have hit Wyoming. No. We they, might be the first. They don't have iPhones yet out here. Yeah. I, I had my iPhone and people were like, is that one of them alien implants my cousin's been telling me about? <laughs> this is why I wear that tinfoil hat. <laughs> so you cannot call me. <laughs> that man across the way who has the first iPhone in Wyoming is the inane Louis Fox. That's right. That's my, <laughs> my rap name is inane. It, the inane? Yeah. Inane in the membrane? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the show, folks. We are pre-recording this episode because Louie and I will be apart for more than two weeks. Oh, it's like we're, it's like we're a military family. <laughs> <laughs> You're being deployed to Oregon. <laughs> yes, I'm You're being deployed to I'm stay staying here. in Wyoming. More, more like a prison sentence. I've been sent, to, sent away yes. for two weeks. But we have had a great time here in Wyoming, and we today went to a place called Thermopolis. Which sounds like a superhero would live there. Yeah, right? And not there is no superheroes No there. superheroes. Although well, we did, no, we did the, see the a dude with the mullet walking down the street in a Superman onesie. So yes. who knows? Yes. He's the mullet man. Okay, so let's let's back this up. So Louie and I are performing at a fair. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, we are here performing in Riverton, Wyoming. <laughs> I almost blanked on the name of it. Trying to forget and it. So we're asking people what to do for fun because it's a relatively small town. Yep. And one guy's like, you should go shoot guns. And this is, I'm on stage at this moment. And yeah. I made the disclaimer that I had never shot a gun before. And he's like, well, I'll show you. So then he keeps calling you. So I gave him my number. <laughs> <laughs> Mistake number one. You guys, you guys are now kinfolk. <laughs> and uh, I told him, yeah, yeah, me and Louie, we'll, we'll come out shooting with you. Like, Louie's shotguns before. Yeah. I never have. Over a series of couple days and missed uh, phone calls, we decided that we weren't going to go. Yeah. After we had already made plans with the, this guy. Yeah. And so we run into him at the Walmart. <laughs> we run into him at the Walmart the night before we're supposed to go. And I had sent him a text saying we were unavailable, but he had not yet received that text. No, he received it. He had not read it. Oh, gotcha. And so he was like, you guys still come and shooting with us, shooting with me tomorrow. And we had made the decision after asking a lot of people in town if this was a good idea to go shooting with a stranger. that and they all said, no. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> And so people that I thought were gonna give us the thumbs up said definitely not. Yeah, because it's a small town. You think everyone's like, oh yeah, it's a small. Nothing ever happens. But they were like, yeah. don't, definitely not. Yeah, they're like, how are your basement escaping skills? <laughs> and so we run into him, and I told him the news, and he was very uh, congenial. Yes, he was. He was. He was uh, sad. Yeah, a little bit disappointed. We were, so we were talking about what we were going to do, which is we, we decided to go to this the world's largest mineral hot springs. Yeah, which was amazing. And so he, we were talking about if we need to wear sunblock, and he said to Louis, "You don't have to wear sunblock because you're Mexican." <laughs> and then I said, "I'm not Mexican. I'm Chinese." <laughs> and he looks at me, gives me a good, good once over, and goes, "I don't see it." <laughs> If there's one thing I'm good at, if there's two things I'm good at, shooting guns and identifying Mexicans. <laughs> and then, like, five minutes later while we're talking, he gives me another look up and down and goes, still don't see I'm it. Still not feeling it. 
I think you got some bad intel from <laughs> <Yeah>. your parents. <laughs> so that was amazing right there. So, but thank He's you. He's like, I would 23 and me. <laughs> His name was Levi, and if he ever listens to this, Levi, we want to thank you for the invite. Sorry it yes. didn't work out. We did the, have a great time at the Hot Springs, and the woman that we ran into at, at the very small health food store that we went to for lunch, mm-hmm. she recommended going to a ghost town. Which was awesome. Well... So we were kind of in a predicament because we had... We had about an hour and 45-minute window before mm-hmm. Louis' first show. But I still had to get back and shower. And it's still an hour back from Thermopolis to yep. where we are. The ghost town was about 15 minutes away. So it was like we could go there or come back or miss it at all. So yeah. we decided to go for it. Yeah, because we're, we're good stewards of our time. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're good stewards of our employer's time. The road to this ghost town was crazy. It was a dirt road. And there was an antelope on the paved road looking at us like, <laughs> Just boys, like, uh, you're, you're not going to make it turn. in that CRV. <laughs> And so it is your wife's car that we are in. Yes. We see the ghost town off on a, the ridge, mm-hmm. but the road to the ghost town goes through puddles that, of not just, it was, despair. Not, yeah, a, a small pool. <laughs> that I, when I got out and mud checked it, the mud was pretty deep. Yes. I give Louis the you give option. You the thumbs up. I, well, I give you the thumbs up, but it's your car. So I said, let's, you know, it's up to you. And he says, let's do it. And so he guns it all the way through well, the puddle. Well, so I put two, two wheels on the dry land and two wheels in the mud. Yeah. And we start to go, and the car just slips all the way into the mud. All four wheels go into the mud. But we get through the mud. Barely. We barely get to the I'm, other I'm side. I'm freaking out I'm, because we, we're still in the mud, all four wheels. I'm like, oh, crud, oh, crud. And Matt's like... We got this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, calm, man. I'm like the guy you want to run into if you're lost and a kid at a fair. <laughs> you had some very, you had like a, a a fighter pilot calmness to you to my freaking out. And so we get through it, and yay. then we're like, yay, we're through it. And then so we we keep going, and there is another giant yep. puddle in our way to this ghost. But this area. one's slightly smaller, so we can totally drive around it. So we drove around it, and then somehow Louis decides. You know what? We don't got time for this. Let's yeah. go back through those two puddles. Because <laughs> that's the only way out. <laughs> let's go back. So we literally get through the two puddles, and he's he says, "I'm let's turn. I'm turning around. Yeah. Um, so let's skip this ghost town." And so we have to go back through these puddles. Yep. So first one was no problem. Second one, we which had was to, the first one that gave us trouble. That we had uh, some more problems. We had a little powwow. Yeah, we planned it all out. We mapped out the route that we were going to take. We put little, those little construction flags in we the dirt. The I put the the hard hat on and the orange vest. <laughs> you had to stop slow sign. <laughs> I had my little walkie-talkie. And we, we did. We mapped it out. We figured out what speedy we needed to go. Yeah, no, we did trajectory. It was a whole lot. I got out the abacus. And, yeah, still the antelope was like, these guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever had an antelope shake its head at you, it's not a good feeling. We finally get through it, but then we decide to try this other road up, and yep. it leads us right to the ghost town. <laughs> no, no, no obstructions <laughs> at all. <laughs> so all of that was for naught. <laughs> yes. And the ghost town was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. The name of the town was Gibo. Gibo. Yeah, it sounds like a character from the simpsons yeah it sounds like some sort of card game you play with your family yeah when you're when you're on a road trip <laughs> no we did that and then i got back for my show and it, today was awesome yeah it was it's been a good everyone has been nice well so <laughs> matt had a bit of a mental block with the audience last night mental block i didn't have a mental well block. okay you did a trick that got zero reaction so if you've never seen my show i do a trick where i kick a 
full size, life size, human size, regular size, regular size bowling ball off of my foot, and I catch it balanced on my forehead. And it's a legit seven pound bowling ball. Yeah. It is the finale of my show most of the time. Usually, I mean, it's standing ovations. People are crying. Yeah, no, it's people like, have it's, their prayer beads it's out It's crazy. You. I yeah. mean, it tears the house down. And last night, I did the trick to an audience of about 60 or 70 people. Uh-huh. Not one person clapped <laughs> at all. But here's the best part. So Matt's getting down on himself about this. So when we ran into the gun shooting guy at the Walmart, Matt was like, oh, no one clapped. He's like... These people are simpletons. <laughs> He's like, they don't understand your big city ways, your big city tricks. He did say that. Yeah. He pulled on life coach Matt out of a rut. And then he got all racist and then he got on you. With me. <laughs> I'm going to take the first part of your life coaching seminar, the, the back half, the hate speech at the end. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna, you know. pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> all right. So that's what's been going on here in Wyoming. And uh, we want to thank you for tuning into this. You want to get to the stories? Now, for some weird news. This story comes from consequenceofsound.net. That's a news source more reliable than using a psychic to figure out who shot Biggie. Ooh, and that ties in directly to what we're going to talk about. Allegedly directly. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying a psychic can't tell who shot... Who shot Biggie? Yeah. No, otherwise they would have solved it by now. You can't use a psychic in a trial as an expert? No, No, you can't. We're going to bring in this wizard. <laughs> he's, he's going to cast three die. <laughs> For our first expert witness, we're going to bring in Carol's palm reading and crystal ball gazing. But first, her opening act <laughs> chuckles the clown. All right. So this, uh, this is a pretty amazing story, and we are saddened a little bit by it, but we're, we'll get into it. Yeah. Iowa government employee ousted after constantly emailing his colleagues about Tupac. (laughs) This right now is the best because your tax dollars are funding this, and I love it. Jerry Fox Hoven sent over 350 Tupac-themed emails during his two-year tenure as director of the Iowa Department of Human Services. You know what? So 350 over two years is like one every other day. Yeah. I don't think I talk to my family that much. No, you don't. But I'm going to start sending them Tupac You letters. absolutely should. <laughs> Tupac memes. Yes. And there's a picture of Jerry Foxhoven, the guy. And he does not look like a guy you would think would be a big Tupac fan. No, he looks like a guy that would work in government. Yeah, he looks like he might be a preacher of an Episcopalian, <laughs> very conservative <laughs> congregation. See, he's an old white guy with gray hair. Essentially, he looks like he's like in his mid-60s or something. Yeah, yeah. He's like a better off Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he looks like a healthy Bernie Sanders. <laughs> he's like Bernie Sanders if he ate salad every day. <laughs> Midwest Bernie Sanders. <laughs> he's like, he looks like Bernie Sanders if Bernie Sanders listened to Tupac every day. <laughs> Looks like. <laughs> Who knew t- Tupac was the remedy? 
put a little just, meat on your bones. Just rub some Tupac on your face. <laughs> Tupac's the take, new CBD take oil. Those wrinkles <laughs> right out. <laughs> All right, so the article goes Imagine feeling so passionately about a band it actually gets you fired from your job. That just might be the case for Jerry Foxhoven whose love for Tupac Shakur may have cost him his post as director of the Iowa Department of Human Services. Well, that, and he spent over $73,000 on the uh, hologram Tupac <laughs> to, to give their dresses at the city council meeting. <laughs> that would be amazing. How would you fire this guy for that? <laughs> this, is, this is like the guy you keep on. Yeah. I would fire the people they complained. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the Department of Human Services, they're just into Biggie. Yeah, this is more of a, a little more East Coast. <laughs> After taking on the position in 2017, Foxhoven proceeded to distribute emails to coworkers praising Tupac's music. According to documents uncovered by the Associated Press, the 66-year-old employee sent at least 350 pages worth of such fan material. I like that the, they had to uncover it. It's all just an easy public records yeah. request. And this guy, if you were like, hey, can I get a copy of all your Tupac emails? He'd be like, sure. Yeah. It's not like he's sending lyrics to Twisted Sister <laughs> yeah. or, you know, it's like it's Tupac. It's, po- you know, not all of it's positive, but if I worked there, I would not be upset that this guy who is 66-year-old and looks like the type of guy who would yell, get off my lawn. Yeah. Or say, like, music these days aren't so good. Like, I would be stoked that he would be sending this stuff. Yeah, I would make him the poet laureate. Yeah. I mean, at the bottom of my emails, it says, pour some sugar on me. So <laughs> Mine just says, I'm hot, sticky, sweet. <laughs> Mine says, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. <laughs> Not only that, but Foxhaven also celebrated holidays and special occasions with Tupac-themed treats and messages. For Valentine's Day, he sent out an email quoting an appropriately sweet Tupac lyric from Dear Mama, which read, There's no way I could pay you back, but my plan is to show you that I understand. You are appreciated. Oh, that's nice. You are appreciated. But then it had a dick pic in it. (laughs) Well... (laughs) There's a picture of all these Tupac-themed cookies. One says Thug Life, Tupac, Grace Hits, California Love, and has pictures of Tupac on the cookies. Man, this is badass. Yeah, I'm a fan of this guy. Yeah. He should run for a, a better position. Like the head of music or <laughs> department of... Elevator music. <laughs> For his own birthday, the government worker brought in boxes of Tupac cookies that featured the face of the legendary rapper, as well as song titles, Thug Life, and Chances. Additionally, he regularly presented Tupac Friday's listening sessions. He's running the Department of Human Services like a Fortune 500, like Silicon Valley it's thing. amazing, dude. We got Tupac listening sessions. We got a ping pong table. We're rolling <laughs> dice in the corners. We're playing dominoes. <laughs> the Coke machine's replaced by a 40 machine. I hold E in the thing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Right? Who wouldn't want to go to a Tupac listening session? He's got big subwoofers in yeah. there, smoking blunts. And then that's when he unveils the hologram Tupac. At <laughs> once, while giving advice to a fellow employee, Foxhaven said these lyrics from Changes helped to keep him inspired at the DHS. We got to make a change. It's time for us as a people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat. Let's change the way we live. And let's change the way we treat each other. And then the lyric that got lost to time was, let's change our government job careers. 
Despite his good intentions to spread the word of the rap icon, Foxhoven was asked to resign in June. The request came just hours after he sent an email to over 4,000 employees celebrating Father's Day, which happens to also be Tupac's birthday. Yes. Pay no mind to those who talk behind your back. It simply means you are two steps ahead, read the last message he shared as director. Apparently he wasn't following that, though, because uh, he was not two steps ahead when he got fired. <laughs> I don't know. Let's do this ball positive. Who gives a shit? It's like anyone who has positive quotations in their emails. Like, I've never worked at an office, but I feel like there's always that person that has, like, positive slogans. Or even, or, like, proverbs, whatever. Like, a Bible quote at the bottom. Can you imagine that? Yeah, right? Like, whoa, let's fire him. He had too many Bible quotes at the bottom. Yeah. He quoted Martin Luther King way too many times. <laughs> yeah. Like, like what is up with that? Yeah, no, I would, I would, uh, yeah, can you imagine this being so like Abraham Lincoln quotes? Why is it any different for yeah. Tupac? Foxhoven's diehard fandom was mostly well-received, though at least one complaint was made against him, according to AP. The, D- the DHS hasn't officially given a reason for letting go of Foxhoven, only stating that there were multiple factors that contributed to the decision. He always showed up super high. <laughs> Healed bitches after every... <laughs> He closed every city council meeting by dropping the mic. He always wore the bandana backwards. (laughs) (laughs) He had Thug Life tattooed on his his abs. His shirt was always open. (laughs) He always did the West Side sign. We're in Iowa. (laughs) The governor has said a lot of factors contributed to the resignation of Jerry Foxhoven, and now Governor Reynolds is looking forward to taking DHS in a new direction. Probably uh, heavy metal. Maybe a little Nas. Yeah. (laughs) A little East Coast rap. (laughs) Some some Nas, more Biggie. Some bones thugs on harmony. <laughs> so this new director apparently has no room for Tupac. But you missed the, the best part is the name of the spokesman. Oh, Pat Garrett? Do you know who Pat Garrett was? No. Shot Billy the Kid. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how, how that has relation. Oh, uh, because Tupac got shot. Yep. Pat Garrett shot Billy the Kid. Uh-huh. So maybe. Maybe. Have we looked into. <laughs> have we looked into Time Travelers? Because Pat Garrett, who shot Tupac. <laughs> yes. I think it was uh, Puff was Daddy. In, was involved in it. Yeah. yeah. I think but, he even came out and said, yeah, we hired some people to shoot like Tupac. Suge Knight was involved in it. No, Suge Knight shot Biggie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Suge Knight's West Coast. That's man. what that's what the. the Come uh, on. That's what the Obviously, you don't work with Jerry Foxhoven. <laughs> Otherwise, you know all this. <laughs> Jeez. I have it tattooed all over me like a memento. (laughs) This new direction apparently has no room for Tupac, but there's hoping Foxhoven's next job will make better use of his obvious enthusiasm and deep knowledge. He's going to work at the Tupac Museum in Vegas. I hope so, man. How awesome would that be? Is he the greeter? (laughs) People are like, I think we're at the wrong place. (laughs) And he's like, Like, changes, bro. (laughs) They're like, I think we came to the Liberace Museum. (laughs) So what's your, what do you think, man? What's your takeaway? I think that I think it's a shame that this guy got canned. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if he quoted anything else, he probably still have his job. If yeah, like I, it was all Charlie Brown quotes or Snoopy. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. If his quote at the bottom of his email just said "wah wah 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 wah." He'd still have his job. You're right. If it was anybody else, like Mother Teresa quotes, yep. like no one's like, dude, I'm so tired of the Mother Teresa Fridays. <laughs> Mother Teresa Thursdays. <laughs> Why are we you reading the read- Bible every Friday? Like no one, you know, it's like, I think they would just say, hey, could you stop doing that as opposed to like firing him? Yeah. Should we check up on him? Maybe he got, sh- maybe they shot him. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't know. We haven't heard a statement from Jerry Foxhoven. Should we be concerned? Yeah. I, you know what I love? I just love that people, obviously, he looks like a guy who doesn't listen to it, but he appreciates Tupac because Tupac is amazing. Yeah. And it's like, it just shows like it can really transcend race. It can transcend age. It can transcend sort of socioeconomic backgrounds. And it's like, this guy's into it. And I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. You know? And I, I don't think he should have been fired. No, no. He's, he was leaning in, as they, they say. Yeah. And like, it looks like the, what he's sending is just positive stuff, you know? Yeah. He wasn't, he, unless, unless in somewhere in those 350 E's, like, bitches got snitches, <laughs> you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a shame that he got fired. And it's a little bit unfortunate. That Iowa is not embracing some cultural, something that might be good for Iowa. Yeah. Iowa's probably just mad that he wasn't quoting famous people from Iowa. Like Johnny Carson, you've got John Wayne, you've got Ashton Kutcher, like all these great orators. Yeah. yeah. Ashton Kutcher quotes. <laughs> I, would, I think he'd been fired in the first year <laughs> if he did that. I, it's a little unfortunate. I hope he gets a better job. I man. hope he gets a way better job. You know, in Southern California, they're going to hire him immediately. <laughs> Compton's gonna call him straight up. We need a we need a Department of Human uh, Services guy. Stat. Uh, I love it. Uh, well, I hope he gets a job. I looked him up on Facebook, but I couldn't quite find him. But there's a lot of articles out there, and the Tupac cookies are worth seeing alone. Yeah, I'll put them on the website. All right, perfect, awesome. Life coaching with Randy. If you enjoy hip-checking people, but you suck at hockey, be a flight attendant. News Part 2. This story comes from HuffPost.com. That's a news source more reliable than a surgeon that I can afford. <laughs> Maybe with Elizabeth Warren, like we were talking about earlier, <laughs> yes. you can afford all surgeons. We got warmed up for this podcast by uh, watching some sweet debate action. The Democratic debate. So this is a very short article. But very hilarious. But it is awesome. There is a video that accompanies it, and that is important to see. So we will put it on the site. This is an eye-opener. And it goes, New Jersey Devil's mascot runs through window at boy's birthday party. <laughs> because apparently he's a priest, too. <laughs> My question is, is who the hell has a devil come to your kid's birthday party? <laughs> I was trying to look up some other mascots these people could bring in, and I was like, I am not comfortable saying the names of some of these. <laughs> was the zombie the zombie taken? Or was the pedophile priest mascot? Like, who brings in a devil? <laughs> bring in the clan. Yeah, I mean, okay, so if you're unfamiliar with the New Jersey Devils, they are an NHL hockey team. Yes, and that's NHL, not those baby NHL stuff. No, no, and so their mascot is a red devil like lucifer first of all i I get renting it the mascot for your car dealership grand opening yeah but i didn't know i could rent it for my birthday i know right i mean it's got to be pretty cheap if it's your five-year-olds i mean you don't start spending money on your kids birthday parties until they're at least in the teens right yeah or you got crazy money 
Yeah, true. Like, what do you want? You could have the weird Milwaukee Brewers do with the mustache <laughs> mascot. That's what you're... <laughs> you could have the tree from the Stanford Cardinals. <laughs> you could have the Philly Fanatic. You could have the Padre, the, the father from the San Diego Padres. <laughs> It's like a Friar Tuck looking mascot. Yeah, you could have that new one, a Gritty. What is that? Oh, dude, I don't know what he is, but he parties down. Like, yeah. He punches people. He, really? Yeah. This is a sort of party I'd go to. I mean, yeah. sort of satanic birthday party. <laughs> the devil shows up. How old are you? Five. You look more like you're 666. <laughs> you know what I got for my birthday? Your dad's soul. <laughs> How'd my dad afford you? Oh, he gave me your soul. <laughs> the New Jersey's devil mascot is having a rough offseason after the NHL team failed to make the Stanley Cup playoffs. That, and he's got to have an oxy-cotton problem. If he's an NHL mascot and he's doing a kid's birthday party. Yeah, true. Like, I'm not even NHL level, and I don't do kid's birthday parties. <laughs> a person dressed as the team's mascot was working at a kid's fifth birthday party at Little Jim in Edison, New Jersey last weekend. New Jersey 101.5 reported. As the children played a game of parachute, the New Jersey Devil randomly decided to run toward a wall of windows. So that's how you know that no one can stand your kid. Your kid's a little jerk. The Devil's <laughs> the like, devil's like dude, I gotta get the hell out of Get the hell out of here. <laughs> but it is. It's so like funny because there is a video that we'll post, and the Devil's like playing the parachute game. That's and where it, you have the big giant circle parachute, and you flip it up and down. Yeah, and then, and then he just drops the parachute, runs to the he window. He busts a left and runs through the window. Just Wham! And the it just shatters. And then he looks at everyone and goes, "The devil made me do it." Well, then he puts his <laughs> he puts his hands in his face and like puts his head down like, "Uh oh." And then the best is there's like all everyone's quiet, and then you hear one mom go, "Nailed it! Nailed it!" <laughs> but it's clearly a window. That's the thing. It's like he is a hockey mascot, so maybe he thought he had to break something. Yeah, he's like know, not enough fights here. I gotta hype up the crowd. <laughs> he's like, I can't fight these kids. <laughs> Maybe the mascot thought it was the kind of glass used to protect fans from flying pucks, but this wasn't, and it shattered. I wonder whose insurance is paying for it. Maybe he used to be a different mascot. Maybe he was the Kool-Aid guy. <laughs> he forgot. He put on the, they ordered the Kool-Aid guy, and he put on the wrong outfit. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought you wanted me to bust through this wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we want you to come in and, and really tear up this party. <laughs> Mascot 101, you never try and go through the glass. <laughs> yeah. Twitter user Lawrence Chiu identified himself as the father of the boy celebrating his birthday. He wrote in a tweet that no one was hurt and everyone had a great time. Yeah, the devil crashed through some glass. No. How do you top this next year for the kid? Yeah, right? You're like, uh, we're going to go... Um to the museum and just like start tagging paintings. <laughs> What's more evil than a devil? Two devils. <laughs> How can we talk? Two devils. We actually hired Lucifer for this one. We're going to do Ouija board for your sixth birthday. Ouija <laughs> party. We're going to summon the real devil. So we couldn't get the New Jersey, Jersey devil, but we got the Connecticut Coven. <laughs> we got the Salem witches. <laughs> But the Devils reached out on Twitter just in case. The New Jersey Devils tweeted, You good? And then the team also shared a video of the incident. So everyone's pretty positive about it outside of the gym who has to replace a giant window. Yeah. Have you ever done a kid's birthday party? No. I did some years ago. I've done them. I do, like, I'll do them as a favor to my wife or whatever. Uh, and I frequently want to jump out a window. Yeah. 
Would you jump through shatter through a glass window? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you think of this? I love it in my heart. I hope he just had like an acid flashback and just went crazy. Uh-huh. But I really hope he was like, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> These kids are horrible. <laughs> Pulling my tail. Who pulls the devil's tail? You see him in the back. He's just s- trying to slice through the mascot outfit of his wrists. It's like, I got to get to these wrists in an hour. <laughs> this, place, this place was so unaccommodating. They made me check my pitchfork. <laughs> I just want to see the conversation with the kid and the dad on what he wants for his birthday. What do you want for your birthday? Do you want like, uh, you know, some cake? Barney? I I want the devil. (laughs) I want Lucifer. This was the compromise. (laughs) The kid wanted the actual devil. He's like, no. Daddy told me he'd give me the devil. This is not the devil I wanted, Daddy. You're always letting me down. I want the devil that Wanda, my babysitter, summons. (laughs) So I just found a mascot that they could have hired that I'm comfortable saying. Which is? the It's an Idaho town called the Butt Pirates. The Butt Pirates? (laughs) Or the Butte Pirates. Uh, Oh, the Butte Pirates. (laughs) Okay, kid. For your fifth birthday party, you could have the Butt Pirate or you could have the Devil. (laughs) I'll take the Devil. (laughs) I'm going to take the Devil, Dad. (laughs) Ah, And it's a good video. We'll post it and we hope you like it. I think that I like this story. It's short, but it's uh, it's a great video, and I'm I'm happy that they are available for kids' birthday parties. <laughs> I didn't know we could hire one. <laughs> the Odd and Offbeat Podcast Christmas Party. We're gonna get get an inappropriate mascot. Yes, we should. We'll get the Gooey Duck from Evergreen, which is a giant phallic looking clam. Yes, yes. I've been in line at the airport behind people checking gooey ducks, or, or carrying them on. Yeah. And, and they have to be screened, and it's the best watching the uh, TSA kind of give them a hand Like job. not know what it is? Well, they, can, they know what it is. I think they get them a lot. Yeah. But they have to, like, they, I mean, they have to inspect the gooey duck. So a gooey duck is the world's largest clam, and they're very popular in Washington. They're huge in, like, Japan. Uh-huh. Because they look like a penis, they believe they give you sexual powers. Oh, really? Yeah. We, we'll get the gooey duck for our holiday party. I heard that bad boy. (laughs) All right. I like it. Yep. that's it for today oddballs thanks so much for listening be sure to check us out on all the social media at odd and offbeat on instagram twitter and then you can find us on facebook as well you can also check out our patreon page that's right you can get it through our website which is www.oddandoffbeat.com for signing up on our patreon you get cool prizes in the mail postcards we just got some cool prizes today from the dinosaur museum that's right that we will be sending out best part of the dinosaur museum i love fossils i love dinosaurs the best part was seeing the creationist guy and the scientist guy debate. Yeah, that was a little weird because we were at the Dinosaur Museum and there is massive dinosaurs that are dug out of the earth right here in Wyoming. Yeah. And there, a guy just took it upon himself and a young guy yep. to go in this museum and start debating the people who work there <laughs> about... About where in, where in the timeline yeah. dinosaurs are or what they did. So that was nice fly on the wall listening to. Yeah, because I was like, Matt was standing next to the two people that I didn't realize were talking about this. 
And Matt is, I'm like, he's been reading that plaque with like a paragraph for like 15 minutes. <laughs> and then Matt's like, they're talking about Christianity and dinosaurs. <laughs> because we did talk about that going into that, like, yes, we the, did. Uh, you know, that there most likely would not be a lot of Christians at this yeah. dinosaur museum. And then we found one. <laughs> oh, yes, we found one. <laughs> so my thing, though, I was trying to figure out, and we never did figure this out, was did he go there to do that or like... Did he go there with his family? And then all of a sudden he's like... He had to go there to do that, right? Yeah. I didn't see any family with him. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, that's just Joe. He's there every Wednesday to yeah. debate. <laughs> yeah, you know, he spices up the museum a little bit. Yeah, adds a little little flavor. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, where can the fine people see you this week? I will be at the Grant County Fair in uh, Moses Lake, Washington from the 13th to the 17th of August. Also, you can check me out on another podcast, The Variety Artist, uh, which came out yesterday. And it's really good. It's it, oh, worth checking you. out. If you want to hear a little bit more of Louie's backstory without all the swearing from interjection <laughs> of me swearing all the time, that is, uh, you could do that. And then where can you catch the Matt Baker comedy stunt I show? will be doing a fundraiser in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan on August 14th with our good friends. Oh, Trevor and Lorena. Trevor and Lorena. You can come check me out. I'm also going to be flying from there. I'll be getting on the Mariner of the Seas, which is going out of Orlando and headed to the Bahamas on the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th. So if you want to catch a cruise, it's a really cool ship. It's pretty new. They just refurbished the whole thing. They got laser tag. They got... Robot bartender. Yeah, they got robot bartenders. They got escape rooms. They got a flow rider. It's pretty sweet uh, ship. So you can They got flow rider the rapper. Yeah, they do. They have flow rider. (laughs) And he's on a surfboard machine called the flow rider. Flow rider square. <laughs> so you can check me out on that we want to thank you so much for listening folks we hope you have a weird week we are out bye thanks for listening and stay weird today's show is sponsored by your funny bone not making people laugh since the beginning of time 